What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Lisa Rant's podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Smith, and I know this episode has been long awaited. It's a fan favorite. You guys love these episodes of Ask a Man. My amazing male guest today is AJ, better yet known as AJ Renaissance on YouTube. You guys have to check out his YouTube channel. I really love his videos. They're so awesome. And he's also a co-host on the podcast, Can't Make This Up. So I'll have them linked both in the show notes, but you guys are really going to enjoy this episode because it's definitely a different perspective than what we've heard on episodes one and two with Jeremy and Thomas. And I just hope you guys really enjoy this one. I've added all the questions that you guys sent me on Instagram and we really get into it. He gives really good detailed answers and we just had such a great conversation. I actually met AJ on Clubhouse, actually, um, the app, which is really cool. So if you guys aren't on Clubhouse, definitely check it out because it's a great way to like network and make connections and I'm just so glad I was able to meet him and kind of make this happen for you guys because it's a really good episode and you guys are going to take away a lot from this. So let me stop ranting and we'll get right into the episode but again if you want to check out AJ please see his links in my show notes. I'll have them linked for you to, for you guys to like check him out and see his content because he has amazing videos and his podcast as well. So without further ado let's get into Ask a Man. Hope you guys enjoy. She's Lisa, and she rants. You are now listening to the Lisa Rants Podcast. All right, I'm joined here with AJ. Thank you for coming on my third episode of Ask a Man. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's a real honor. It was, like I said, it's my first like guest appearance on a big podcast, so I'm excited to be here. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited to have your perspective because a lot of people, my listeners love these Ask a Man episodes. We get the real tea on what guys are thinking, and I think I know it's going to be really fun. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. my, a lot of my friends, especially a lot of my a lot of my lady friends, they like to give my perspective on why are you guys like this? <laughs> and I just exactly. break it down for them. I even show some of my some of my girlfriends how to slide in dudes DM. So <laughs> I'm here for it. Oh my God, that's perfect. I might have to throw that question in there. But <laughs> <laughs> so I got some questions from my audience and then just some that I wanted to know personally from you, just kind of like after consuming all your content. Because you guys, AJ has really awesome YouTube videos. You have to check them out. And I just really like your perspective, kind of just being like the Renaissance man. I think you can give us, you know, a different perspective um, than kind of the other Ask a Man episodes I've had. So I'm really excited to see what you have to say about these questions and just really giving us the tea on what we want to know. So I got you. I'm here for it. I'm here for y'all. <laughs> All right. Let me start off with, because um, one of the videos I saw you I, one of your videos I watched was about, you know, just being like high value. And I really love that term. So I kind of want to ask you, how can you tell if a woman is high value herself? Like what gives that off? That's an interesting one. Uh, so for me, like women in my life, there is my friends or if it's a woman I'm dating, I can tell she's high value if she's able to really keep her time occupied productively. So like, just like me, where I'm all about self-improvement and being on my own grind and putting myself first before like anything else, not necessarily like it's a healthy amount of selfishness. 
if she's able to that and she, I can tell like, okay, she's got things that she's hustling towards. She's got her goal she wants to achieve. And she puts that first, then I'm like, well, that's a high value woman. And she's like actually working on herself. Not like how we see a lot of people where they're like, I'm working on myself this year. This year, it's all about me and this and the other. But they quickly fall back into those same toxic and low value habits that a lot of us consume and have on social media. If, if I can, because you can't fake it. That's the thing about it. Because mm, it's, it's just right. really easy to expose when they're not really high value. So when I see a woman is really on her grind and she's got goals and purposes, and even if she doesn't know how to achieve them, she's finding ways to get to them. That's for me, that's like a really a big indicator that she's high value. Yes, I love what you said about not faking it. Because I think, you know, a lot of girls, we can try to... Um, play hard to get and act like we're busy yes. but it's like no you have to actually be busy and working you on yourself and busy. doing yes. things yeah so I love what you said and I like to push that message on this podcast a lot of just like having high self-worth when dating it's like you can't just I don't know let these men be your whole life you know what I mean so Definitely I think cannot, that's really we don't like it contrary to popular belief we do not like it even if we like you we do not like when you're blowing us up all the time it's just like oh Girl, like, find something to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And I think, again, we try to, like, pretend like we're busy and playing hard to get. But, like, yeah, you can't fake it. It has to be, like, innate confidence. So I love that. All right. Let's Absolutely. next question. What is your ideal date? Like, first date, what do you want to do? Oh, man. Ideally, for me, if I take a girl on a date, um, I, this is kind of a two-parter for me. I want to, if, if it's just something that I've determined is probably just going to be casual, then I want to do something where I get her emotions all over the place. Um, so, and what I mean by that is yeah, like, like what we're going to go like, we're going to go bungee jumping or skydiving. <laughs> so like, okay. I want to do something that's like, oh my gosh, she's, this is something she's not going to forget. And her emotions were all over the place. And so it's different from just like going to dinner or going to a movie. If it's a woman that I'm actually serious about pursuing, I want it to be in an environment where we can really talk and um, dig into each other's brains. We'll probably just like, we might go to coffee or something like that. I, Cause I like mm. being able to discuss something. If it's someone that I'm like, okay, we're, we're both just casual here, it's fun. Mm -hmm. we're, we're gonna go do some we're gonna do something crazy the woman I'm actually trying to pursue I want to show her like I do care about your mind and I want to see what you've got going on in your life so we're gonna do something that allows us to actually interact then I'm gonna take you on the fun stuff yeah that's good because I think you know I've been told like no one likes going to the movies anymore you can't talk to someone you can't get to know them and it's it's also really awkward if you're going to have like this nice dinner with someone that you just met or maybe you didn't meet met them on a dating app or something you can't really just get up and leave if it's not good and it's like you want to do something where you can actually get to see that person's personality so yeah I really exactly. like that answer um and, I don't know about the coffee date though have you seen well, the debate it, about <laughs> coffee dates <laughs> Well, it it's like very... coffee, tea, whatever she likes. That that might be something if we're pressed for time, because if we're both busy, that might be only what we can fit in. And yeah. I understand. I don't want to say dinner because a lot of women are self-conscious about the way that they eat. So I might not. <laughs> we might go to like Dave and Buster's or something like that, then go eat afterwards or something. Yeah. Like, 
that that might be what we do but yeah I won't do dinner all the time mm-hmm. no I agree that's fun I, I think that's cool I like doing like adventurous fun things too so I think that it's it's better to just switch it up and like you said you can get to see someone and kind of get to know them better and faster exactly because how many guys have said you want to go to a movie she's like there's nothing even out right now bro right so, <laughs> like so like you know even if you don't have the money like it doesn't it doesn't take that much to be like well we can go hiking you know so mm-hmm. yeah stuff that stuff that stuff that puts her in scenes that she can mem- remember those are the types of dates i like to think of right no i agree with that that's good all right so do you yourself actually want to get married or do you just feel pressured by women or society and I mean this you could just answer personally or maybe how you think all men view marriage is that something that men still want or is it just kind of like oh I've been with this girl for so long and I have to get married now you know I have when it comes to marriage I feel as though you have to do what works for you because you see people in marriages that seem very toxic and you're just like why are you guys together and a lot of times they're together because a child is involved which I I don't think that that's too good of a reason to stay married because you're gonna something negative is going to be imprinted on that child yeah they're gonna see and then you see people who they they might just be together for a long period of time and and they treat each other like they're in a relationship and and that works that system works for them me personally, my views on it are if I'm going to marry a woman, um, I need to see that our relationship is able to flow and work without a legal binding contract. And my views on it are just like, if we can just flow and this works for us, then let's just do that. What I want to do for me when it comes to marriage is, yes, I would do it with a woman I care about and love, but I want to be able to build generational wealth with her. So I'm like, we do this, it's because we're actually trying to build something here. It's like, okay, yes, we love each other, but I can love you without a ring. So mm, I want yeah. to be able to build something together that we can then leave for our kids and our grandkids. So that that's that for me, if I'm marrying you, it's like, we're in this to do this because I've already shown you that I'm down for you and you're down for me without this, you know? So at the end right. of the day, we get it didn't work out and we have to get divorced these assets still need to go towards um legacies that we built together Mm -hmm. so i I hope that answered it yeah but well i just want to follow up question like but is that the goal like do you see marriage as the goal like is that what you know do men want that (laughs) do you do you want that partner lifelong and you know like it's it's interesting i think um I think everyone deep down wants someone that they can be like, that's my person. And for me, I definitely do want somebody that I can look at and be like, even though I've leveled up myself and I've done all the self-improvement and continuous self-improvement that I can do, I want somebody to be like, okay, he's got it. You know, he's mine and I'm hers. Um, I think I just want that. At the end of the day, it, it doesn't, my anger doesn't necessarily have to be marriage. It can just be, it's you and me for the rest of our lives. And if we just said one day, all right, let's just get married. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> then let's then let's do it. But I, I would want to feel led to do that. Uh, I don't really let what I see in society pressure me to do it. Because I think once you do that, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. 
Right. Yeah. And that makes sense to me. It's like, it's definitely not something that men kind of sit around and dream about the way women do, but it's also, you know, we all want that partnership at the end of the day, but the marriage has to be for the right reasons. It can't just be That's really what it is because we're expected to. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Do you, do you feel like, okay, well, why this is, I hear this a lot. A lot of guys say that they feel like they can't get into a relationship until they have their career together. And it's something that I have never really understood because I kind of think like, okay, well, if we're together, we can grow together. You know, I don't expect a man to fully be established like all the time, you know? So I wonder why that's such a common thing that men say. I just kind of want to hear your thoughts on it. That's a good question. And really, it comes down to the societal pressures on what a man's role is in a relationship and even in the household. We're expected to be providers. And because of that's just how it's been since from what we see at the beginning of time, men were like hunters and gatherers and women were portrayed as taking care of the home. We have to build a home for you to take care of. Now that's not necessarily the case today because we've got a lot of successful independent women out here who put, but there's still that, even when you have a lot of high value women or women who make six figures, we still, uh, there's still that thing where you see women saying, my man has to be able to make this amount. So for us, we're like, if I can't even, if I'm struggling to pay my own rent, and even if there's a woman here who sees me being lazy, she sees me like I'm, overtime shifts i'm trying to start side hustles but i'm in the growing process so i'm still going through that struggle and that grind we're still very apprehensive to bring her in because we still feel like we're not fully a man because we're not necessarily able to just take our woman out and I mean, we can hardly take ourselves out so we're just we just don't feel all the way as a man and because we were raised to be like the providers if we can't do that, we just don't feel whole. So even if we have a woman who's like, no, I, I see you for you and what you're trying to build and I wanna be a part of it, we're still like, yeah, but I need to know that I can do it by myself first. Mm. And that's really what holds us back. We're just like, if I can't do it by myself, I, I need to know that I can do for you. And if I can't do for me, I, I can't even bring you in on this. So I see your love for me, but it's hard for me to embrace it because in this, grind I'm having right now I'm not fully loving myself okay okay I hear you yeah I hear you on that because I think like you just said I feel like there are girls who are just like no it's okay like I just want to be with you and like we can you know they're not they're not really pressed about the fact that you're not where you want to be yet but again it's more I don't know in your head mentally it's just like no this is not how I want to be in a relationship like the, I want to be someone who's established and yeah, that, it makes sense. I get it. Cause men just have mm-hmm. the pressure to be those providers. And, you know, like TLC said, I don't want no scrub. So you can't be. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we're just like, man, like it, it's, it's tough out here. So we're, you know, you know, even like guys don't get, you don't necessarily have to spend a whole lot of money on a date. We want to spend the money out on a date because it's, it's, it's a day for us in a lot of ways on our standpoint in society as a man. So if we can mm. say, if I can say I can go get my girl them pairs of shoes or that bag that she wants, then I, I feel validated. I'm like, I'm taking care of home, but I don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. Like, <laughs> I know. what are we doing here, girl? Like, 
No, that's so funny. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I was thinking, I don't know. I think, yeah, you're, you're making sense now. Cause I'm just like, I used to be like, well, why does it matter? But it really does matter. Like no one really wants a loser or something, you know? Oh, that's man. really what it is. And I'm like, and I think I hear about it all the time. It's like, okay, sis, like we, we might've been together when I was broke. And then five years down the line, when I started getting it, you bring up how you paid for all of our five first dates. And I'm like, I thought you didn't care about my money. So apparently you did, <laughs> which you bringing this up now. <laughs> like, so that, that's why we're just like, nah, nah, girl. <laughs> oh man, that is so true. Like, you're like, I was with you when you were broke. You know, it's kind of like you owe me type of thing. Oh man, that's so funny. And it comes, it, it comes out in these weird ways. So when I sometimes hear girls say, but I don't care about the money. Okay, let me piss you off one good day, and you just then I help then I help you pay your car, no Tyrone. Then huh? And I'm like, oh, so now it comes out. Now it comes out. So you were looking at my finance. You did care. Okay, all right. I see what it is. That's it I'm comes good. out. <laughs> I can't. That's so true. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, that was good. So. I talk a lot about dating apps on this podcast and just just dating in general. I want to know from you, do guys use dating apps in a serious way to meet someone? Or like, do you think that it's possible or, you know, is or it, do men just view it as a hookup app? Like, what do you think? How do you view dating um, apps? The, the majority of men look at it as a hookup app. Um, that's you're going to get those ones in there who um, have a hard time approaching women and talking to them when they're in environments, whether where, you know, around women, like for most of us, it's going to be like when we're in college, you know, so that's when we're around the most diverse group of people all the time, unless you're in like corporate America or something like that or, or the military. So when you're, but when you're outside of that environment and then you tack on like certain guys just uh, have anxiety when it comes to talking to women or they just don't have that confidence to do it, they might be looking for a relationship um, that because that's the easiest avenue for them to talk to women. But the majority of the guys, guys who are just like, oh, I can go talk to girls, but I just want to see what I can get on here too. The, the truth is the majority of guys is a hookup app. So that's why when you might swipe on a girl and she's like, uh, we'll look at a profile and it says not here for hookups. We're like, what you on here for? Then? <laughs> so Ooh, it's, that's really how we look at it. We're like, what you on here for? You knew what Tinder was like, you know, let's probably, this isn't Christian mingle. Like, what, what are we doing here? Like, so if you're not, if you're not on here, you know, for me to partake in the meets, then <laughs> oh my we're God. not doing anything. <laughs> Lisa two years ago feels very attacked but no I totally <laughs> understand what you're saying like <laughs> even I don't know even like my mom be like you can't find a man at the club I'm like watch me like you know what I mean like you just think that like you can make these environments work but it's it's just really not built that way like people in these certain environments are only looking for certain things and I mean of course there's like those lucky people who like they're like oh I I met my husband on tinder but nine times out of 10, it's probably not gonna work out like that, so. It is not. So like, where do you, this, I'm sidetracking, where do you meet people? Where do you meet women? I mean, I feel like it's, 
I had this argument with a guy friend of mine recently of just like, I just feel like it's easier for men to just meet women because it's like, you can find, this is my personal opinion, you can find like a pretty smart woman anywhere, but I feel like you can't find high value men like such as yourself just out and about on the street. You know what I mean? I just feel like maybe that's my own warped perception, but <laughs> I don't know. The trick is is for for guys when when we meet women, we can you can meet them anywhere. It's just about like okay, you know it it just it just goes on to the approach at that point. You can meet women yeah. at the store, at the gym, uh, school, you know clubs and bars, obviously. Um, but the trick is just to not go out there for the purpose of finding a girl. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna see them. You know, you're gonna see them. And when you have that, when you go out with that mindset of trying to find her, every woman you go up to or sees you is gonna see and feel that energy of this man hasn't eaten in months. <laughs> so <laughs> he is looking at me like I'm a snack and I'm not. Women do not like thirsty dudes. <laughs> You guys, you guys do not like them. You yeah. don't, you want, you guys want to know that this man has no problem. You might not want, you might not want a man hoe, but you guys want to know that your man has no problem attracting mm. women. So okay. I just tell guys, go out <laughs> with the purpose of having a good time because women, believe it or not, you guys have no problems doing that. You guys will get together and be like, we're going to have a girl's night. And I might be going to the club and having a few drinks, getting a little section to yourself. You guys are able to do that. Guys, for some reason, are not able to go out and be like, we're going like, to have a guy's night. But that might be like us going, maybe going to a bar, but it's mostly like us hanging out or going to one friend's house or something like that. But we don't ever say, let's go to the club just to show out as a good group of dudes. We're like, no, we're going there to see uh, see the women there. And then yeah. all the women can sense that y'all are there for the women. And they're like, well, y'all obviously have nothing going on then. Yeah. So I tell guys, go out to have a guy. Yeah, no, that's true. People are everywhere. Mm -hmm. But I also think that your advice could also work for women as well. Because I think there, you know, you'd be surprised. There are women who literally go out kind of seeking that male attention and validation. And just like you said, it can come off as really desperate. Like, I've, I'm sure you've met like... Yes women who have like that desperate energy, like, oh, look at me, look at me. So yeah, I think it can really apply to both. Um, yeah, I just love everything you were saying. Most definitely. Oh, crazy. Sorry, I sidetracked, because I, I was just like, okay, well, dating apps ain't it. So what are the girls listening? What do we do, you know? But y'all, y'all, y'all kind of have it figured out. You guys just go out and have a good time. It just, it's just, I understand it's different for you guys because it takes like, well, is this a high value or a low value man approaching me? Mm, <laughs> so yeah, exactly. that's what it is. That's true. All right. So what are your major turnoffs when you meet a woman? What turns you off about her? Oh man. If she's if she's obsessed with social media, um, because that tells me that she, unless social media is a part of her business, that's that's one thing. But if it's not, and she is just always obsessed about like, you know, who's liking or who's not liking and commenting on her stuff, 
that tells me like she's a woman that needs way too much validation. So if we're dating, whatever validation I'm giving her is never going to be enough. So mm. that's a turnoff for me. Um, when I think when I mentioned earlier, when I can tell like a woman doesn't have a lot going on. So if I tell her I'm busy because she knows I have X, Y, and Z going on at work, I have my other side hustles that I'm doing. I don't have time. Whatever time I have to give you, you have to be honest about if that's enough for you. And if you're lying to yourself and you're lying to me and saying that's uh, that's enough when it's not, you're going to tell on yourself and it's going to come out to me. So when you're blowing me up constantly saying, well, I made, and I do, I'm a firm believer if we make time for what we truly want to make time for. Period. But yeah. if you know my schedule and I'm like, I have this amount to give you and you're trying to ask for more when we've already established how much I have to give, I'm like, okay, I can't do this. And I'm not, I won't call it ghosting, but like me reaching out to you is going to become real real scarce <laughs> and you're gonna mm -hmm. start asking yourself what is he doing and it's like i'm just at this point i'm just not talking to you anymore it's not that i'm talking to anyone else or doing anything more than i'm already doing i've just eliminated the headache that you're giving me so that those are like my two major ones when i when oh it's just when she doesn't have anything going on and she's obsessed with social media yeah okay yeah that makes sense you want someone who's just on their shit the way you are like it makes sense exactly. to me a lot of the women that I've dated are not um, social media crazy. Like a lot of women I've dated have actually like taken hiatuses from social media. Uh, they're just like, oh, cause I need to realign or I need to do this. And like that, that's like, that's a little reassuring to me. It's just like, it's not that I care. Like, I don't really care about who's in her DMs. I don't worry about that. It's just that I know, okay, she's got things that she needs to prioritize and this is taking away from that. So she knows how to prioritize. So that's, that's something that I really pay attention to. Yeah. And also just what you said of just being kind of confident on your own and not really needing the social mm -hmm. validation of like the likes and, you know, just followers and stuff like that. So that makes a lot of sense. Exactly. You touched upon ghosting, which is something I feel passionately about. I'm a very, I'm, I'm very anti-ghosting, um, so it's definitely something I want to ask you about because I want to hear your thoughts on it. I feel like, <laughs> and I, again, I argue with people about this all the time, but I just don't see what the issue is of just having a conversation or just even sending a text because I do that. I'll be like, hey, had a great time with you. I don't see a romantic connection, like, sorry, or, you know, whatever, like, I don't, and if, if they act bitter towards me or like if they get mad that I said that I'm like well it's your loss like I don't know what to say like or just block them and move forward but I just don't people have this attitude of like well I don't owe them anything but I think it can be very I don't know I feel like people are really really scared to have like those hard conversations and it doesn't need to be like this whole thing it can just be like hey I'm not I don't see this going the way that you think it is like I'm sorry you're great but you know I don't see this going anywhere why are people so afraid to do that? How do you feel about it? Do you ghost girls or? <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I haven't done it. <laughs> um, right. I definitely yeah. have done it. I've been ghosted too. It's happened to all of us. So we've all done it. It's happened to us, but. Um, yeah, like my, my ghosting podcast episode is like one of the most listened ones because you just hear really? me 
because I got ghosted and I like made an episode about it. And I was like, this makes no sense. Like, I thought he really liked me what's happening. And I think it's just, it can really just like mess with people. So I just feel like, just tell them, just be like, I don't like you, you know? I don't know, that's just me. I feel like in a lot of ways, it's like this. When we really aren't feeling somebody, we kind of naturally pull back anyway. So then when it turns into this, and then we're like, we're kind of giving them all the signs that we're just not interested. We're just hoping in some ways that they pick up on it and then that they're on the same wave as we are. And they're like, oh, okay, they're not feeling me. Okay, on to the next one. But that's rarely ever what happens. So what ends yeah. up happening is because we've been pulling back and we're unconsciously making ourselves feel unattainable to that person. They're taking it as like, well, wh why isn't this person interested in me? Have they met me? I'm great. So it's like they they start pulling, they start wanting to push and push and push, which is making you retract and retract. And then, but you're just becoming more attractive to them because you seem more uh, unattainable. So we're just like hoping that they catch the hint. And then what ends up happening is that person, instead of communicating, that person becomes so overbearing that we're just like, and they start, they start giving us all these signs that we're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't even want to respond to you at this point because you're just out of control after like talking for like how, like not that long. And so it was just like, okay, all right. You know, like, like for me, I've had situations where it's just like, okay. Um, and it goes back to like the, the I'm busy thing and a girl will know that and she will just poke and poke and poke and like and then you're sending me paragraphs telling me how you feel and I'm like mm. I, I don't have the mental after everything that I've just done in my entire day I would have given you a conversation but then you hit me with these paragraphs upon paragraphs of messages and I'm just like I don't have the mental capacity to even respond to that so mm -hmm. at this point I just need you to recognize the signs and go, could I, could I just give you that conversation? But when you send me like these paragraphs of stuff that comes off as a little irrational to me, I'm like, at this point, do I want to have a conversation with you? Right. So it's, so it's, it's tricky. I think it, it's a combination of people are just pulling back and the person who's getting pulled back from, they're not recognizing, like, let me just do me and see if that person comes back on. And and if you pull and if you just like, you know, play it easy, you'll find out maybe they just aren't feeling me or maybe they'll come back. But especially it's, it always seems to happen in the early stages of dating and in the early stages of dating. I don't feel like people should fall for one itis. <laughs> you know, you're still allowed. Wait, explain that. What does that mean? One itis is like what a lot of guys do where they'll meet a girl and like women do it, too. But women naturally it doesn't matter how society tells this woman how attractive that she is. She still got guys in her DMs and guys who are still gonna approach her. Man, it's a little different for us. So we fall into it a little easier where we're just like, oh, I met this girl, she's so bad. She's the baddest girl I've ever seen. She's the one. And you have already made her the one. And you're not, and this is, y'all are just talking. You're allowed to have, you know, uh, you're allowed to have a quote unquote roster of people in the yeah. early stages of dating that you're talking to because women field different guys and be like, oh, okay, I'm talking to him. I'm talking to him. 
He's probably the one I'm going to go for. But let me see if he messes this up. Guys don't, yeah. a lot of guys, especially low value guys, don't do that. So we fall into like one-itis and we're just like, oh God, I'm just talking to this one girl. I'm not allowed to talk to anyone else because I want to show her I'm all for her. No, bro, show her you have options. <laughs> you mm. know, she's a prize, yes, but you need to show your prize too. Period. Wait, I love that. So yeah. everything you were just saying, <laughs> I hope ladies are listening right now. Cause like, like, all that was like the old Lisa, like for real, like to a T before I did like work on myself. And I was like, I was fully love bombing, like early stages being like, this is my boyfriend. Like, no, sis, you don't even know this man. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, you're so right. Like the signs are there. Like before you get ghosted, like they're there, like people just choose to ignore it. So I really want people listening right now to hear what you're saying. Cause that's so true. Like, I think a lot of the conversation we're having today is really based around being a high value person, having your shit together, like doing what you need to do for yourself. And then that relationship will come And like, you know, you don't really have to pretend to be cool or pretend to be someone who someone likes, like, like yourself, like do what you need to do for yourself. So exactly. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Maybe I understand ghosting a little bit more. I'm still anti-ghosting, but <laughs> I liked your answer. No, if okay. you if you if you guys have been dating for like like legit dating and then all of a sudden you just stop talking to me, an explanation is owed. But if it's the early stages, then you need to pay attention to the signs of okay, am I reaching out more than them? And if not, I'm gonna pull back. But a lot yeah. of people don't do that because we're not conditioned to handle rejection. Exactly. Yeah, that's so true. And it can be tough because I think people get um, you know again invested really early or like they they there aren't they are in touch with reality and like what's actually happening they're like no he likes me like why isn't he responding <laughs> you know so it's crazy so okay next question we kind of went in on that one but I love that topic I know you kind of did I saw something of your you already posted like a video you kind of touched on this before but like what are your thoughts on paying for a first date oh okay paying for a first date yeah on my on my podcast with my homegirl uh we both agreed that like if you whoever asks who on the first date should be the one to pay that's just the way I look at it so no matter gender regardless of gender if if a woman is asking me out um and we're in this age of strong independent woman and all this then do I do I care about paying? No, I, I don't care about paying. But, you know, especially in the early stages of dating, because um, once you're in a relationship, it, it doesn't matter who pays at that point. It's just like, whatever, you know, the money's all going to the same place. So, um, but in early stages, I feel like whoever is asking who out should be the one to pay. Because like, this is your, if this is your idea of a date. So if a woman is saying like, let's go get jet skis, I'm assuming you have jet ski money because <laughs> <dead>. <laughs> you thought of this idea. <laughs> you know, you thought of this idea and this is something you really want to do. So I'm assuming you're in a position to where you can go do this by yourself. So you just want, you just obviously value me enough and think highly of me that you want to share that time with me. So you're willing to pay the extra money for me to also come along. And mm. it should be vice versa. If I'm asking her to let's go do this or, you know, let's go uh, 
uh, let's go snorkeling or something like that. I could go snorkeling by myself, but I'm gonna pay for you to come. So that's, yeah. that's just kind of the mindset I have. So whatever date, date should be looked at as this. This is an activity that I would like to do by myself, but who do I really want to come with me? Okay. But that's, yeah. that's how I take it. All right. That makes sense. I like that. Okay. Would you take back a girl if she cheated on you? Absolutely not. I'd That's it. Period. Not. Okay. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I did it once and it was in the absolute low, most like low value moment time period of my life. And it was in my early twenties and I didn't, I was in, it was like my longest relationship and I didn't value myself in that relationship at all. And it came out in a lot of my actions and that woman did cheat on me. And it's why I have a beef with Gemini's. <laughs> but, um, I'm dead. <laughs> most people do. But, um, <laughs> uh, she she did cheat on me, and I took her back. And it was and in the entire process of it, it was just like, no, I should not have done that. I should not have done that because in that moment, it's not that I believe that people can't cheat. And you can you can't come back from that relationship stronger. It's just that I didn't punish her when she did it. You know, mm, I needed yeah. to let her know in that moment you could lose me. And okay. my biggest regret was I did not and I did not instill that fear into her that like you did that you you crossed my boundaries, and you violated my trust. You got to pay for it. Whether I actually take you back or not, isn't isn't for you to decide. I'll ultimately decide that but you got to pay for this. And I didn't make her pay for that. And just mm. from where I am now and I, and me knowing my worth, it's not that I wouldn't believe that a woman couldn't apologize to me and want to make it right and never do it again. It's just, I have to set this precedence that I'm like, no, that wasn't acceptable. So we're good. I wish you, I don't wish you ill. I wish you the best on your endeavors. It just won't, your endeavors just won't be as good with, with, uh, without me. So <laughs> Period. that's just the message <laughs> I, I send now going forward. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think I wish a lot of a lot more women would have that mindset as well, because it is so normalized in society that, you know, women kind of stick around and they'll they can deal with cheating and give one, two, three chances. Um, mm -hmm. But I think if you really know your worth, um, you know, you should be able to just walk away. So I love that. Um, do you feel comfortable? being vulnerable with your guy friends? Some, yeah, if you're, if you're somebody I actually consider a friend, then yes, yes. A lot of my, a lot of my guy friends, I, I'm very vulnerable with. Um, it's because I'm like, if, if I can't, if I'm not able to confide in you, like we're not really friends and we're basically acquaintances at this point. So most like, if not all of like, uh, the males in my life that I consider friends, we're, we're able to like be vulnerable with each other and talk to each other um, about things like um, my best friend since like seventh grade, he was with me when I went through like that toxic relationship. And he got to see me at like my lowest points. I'm over here like crying over this girl and stuff like that. He, he saw all of that and he saw me grow into being a high value person. So like, that's probably somebody I've been absolutely vulnerable with. And he's been there every step of the way to be like, come on, bro. Like you way better than this. Like you, 
you can do better than her. And it's just like, so, and so I, I think men have to be able to, you don't have to be vulnerable with everybody. It's up to your comfort, but there's nothing wrong with having a male presence that's not your brother or your father that you can just be like, you can just break down and be like, yo, this is what's happening with me right now. Yeah. And, and no, I think that's really important because I don't know, just due to like toxic, toxic masculinity, it's just, they feel, I don't know, there's been a lot of guy friends that they're like, oh, I've never seen him cry. Or like, it's like, that's your best friend for 10 years. How do you not know mm-hmm. like what's going on with them? So I just like to know and hear from other men, like, do you feel comfortable doing that? So that that's good that you feel comfortable. I want to know if if you think women are a distraction from like your real goals in life. I think women are only a distraction if you allow them to distract you. So I'm very I like that. If, if, if I'm because I she can't she will no one will ever be the reason why I don't um, achieve the goals that I want, whether it's with my YouTube channel, my podcast, or, um, you know, the book I'm working on, or, you know, my everyday fitness, they will never be the reason that that is not accomplished. So it's, it's always going to be on me. So when I'm, I'm getting involved with a woman, I let her know right off the bat what I'm doing. And she has to be okay with the fact that she's, she's going to come second to that because I've told myself from day one, I have to be able to achieve this with or without a woman in my life. You know, I don't, cause I have to be prepared for, she could decide she doesn't want to be here one day. And what, what am I going to do? Not going to do it yeah. because, cause, cause one thing I've seen about women, if you guys, if you guys get a lot of you guys, when you get out of a relationship, y'all have just three days later, y'all have earned a PhD. And <laughs> that is, but but like guys we will sit there we won't bathe we will just like sit there just listening to boys and boys to men all day in the dark and it's like no no son she is out there getting hers without you because that is what's keeping her mind off of you so all that stuff you had written down all that stuff you were working on when you were with her and she was your muse and your motivation you you put all your motivation on another person that was temporary and the motivation mm. should have been you and the life that you want to live, that you said you wanted to live. But if it's only, you only want to live it on the condition of another person's presence, then you don't want it enough. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. You need to have like that willpower. Like, I feel like that's such an excuse. Men are like, uh, women are just a distraction for my goals. It's like, no, like you just said, no. it's only a distraction you, if you let them. You just <laughs> got to tell them right off the bat. All right, you can come over for a little bit, but I'm going to get this video done and this recording done by three o'clock. You can be here for it. Um, but as soon as I finish it, I got to edit it. <laughs> so exactly. And then I got then I got to work the next morning. Then I got my workout like at four in the morning. So you can be here and chill and work on some of uh, your stuff quietly while I'm doing my thing. Or you can go home. Either way, I'm going to get it done. It just depends. And I'll fit you in this amount of time. But when I got to clock out from you, I got to clock out. You have to decide if that's good. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's good. That's gold. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Do you, how do you feel about traditional or modern relationship roles? I guess, which one would you prefer 
how do you kind of see relationships nowadays? I like the modern where we're both doing something. Um, she has her career. I have mine. I understand there might be um, periods where she might have to step away because we may have decided to have kids. Um, so she might decide to take some of that time off. Uh, I definitely understand that. And I wouldn't tell her what to do as far as how she wants to go about that. But I prefer a relationship where both of us are working on our stuff. If, if I've already built my empire, my empire is established. Um, then I would, I would be okay. I would be more okay with her, with, I guess that traditional role of I'm still doing my thing and she's at home and she's doing the thing with the kids. But I, I actually prefer a woman who's got her own hustles and ambitions and stuff on the side because it's just more attractive to me when I see that. I'm like, dang, gee, she can go do all this without me. So I'm yeah. like, imagine what you we want that like together. You want that like power couple dynamic. Yeah. Exactly. I like, I, I like that dynamic. So I'm just like, okay, I've got mine over here. I don't need you. You don't need me. But what could we do together? Mm, yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. I think I kind of see that for myself as well. That's cool. Do you think that more men should normalize therapy? <laughs> yes. I understand it's not for everybody. Um, some people just don't like the idea of paying someone to tell you what's wrong with you. And I get that because we all have different communication styles, but I don't think it should just be written off the way it's written off, especially in the black community. So hundred percent. And because we, we have all this, we have a, a lot of us have all this young uh, unexplained trauma from our younger years and then we end up taking it all into our relationships and then the way we uh interact with people and our partners and we don't know why we do some of these things and we don't know why our relationships fail or when we you know why we're not able to hold down a job or anything like that and it's due to a lot of things that we've experienced in our life that we don't know we never processed didn't know how to process or didn't know how to give a, an appropriate outlet to. And so I feel like therapy should be an option that you should be able to try. It might not be for you and you might find another outlet of expression through maybe it's art, you know, or maybe it's writing that might be the outlet for you, but it should, but someone, everyone should at least try the avenue of having a professional navigate you through your emotions and your feelings. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you, maybe you like it. Maybe you don't. I, I've gone to therapy and I found it was better for me to speak to someone who isn't emotionally invested in my life. Mm -hmm. So I agree. Yeah. Because when we talk to our friends and we talk to our family members about things going on, and then it's something we're not over yet. We're, we start to feel like we're a burden to them because they're just like, Oh, here they come talking to us about this again. And it, and it, they do love us. And it's and they're just, it's just that their frustration is coming out because they don't like seeing us hurt. And right. But sometimes right. you just I need to talk about the same thing over and over again. And this person has the answers to give that to me. And they're not going to necessarily get frustrated because they're like. I'm giving you the answers. You're either going to put it into practice or you're not. But if you come here next week talking about it. I'm going to tell you the same thing because I'm getting a check. And so for me, that was how I was able to rationalize it. And then 
I just took the steps I needed to through that professional's advice and I got better and I started just looking internally. Yeah, that's amazing because again, back to what we were saying earlier about have like guys being able to be comfortable in front of their friends to be vulnerable. It is such a vulnerability thing. And I think it's hard for men to, um, you know, really ask for help. I feel like they feel like they have to like deal with things themselves and be strong yeah. and be tough. Um, and also people around you might not have the best advice. <laughs> you know, you, you might not want to listen to that's people true too. <laughs> all the time. So yeah, I think it's definitely important to like normalize it. So that's really cool. Okay. Here's a good one. Do you guys do guys view girls differently if they have sex the first time they hang out? Oh man. That's tricky. Be honest. <laughs> I would say yes. I would say yes. I, I definitely would. Because if we were just talking for a I would say it depends on how long you were talking. Maybe if we were talking for a minute and then this was like our chance to get together to hang out, we might have we might have um, developed a certain amount of familiarity with each other just through our talking. And then we hung out and we just felt comfortable enough to go to that stage. I, I tell women all the time or no, I, I, and I tell guys all the time this too. women know no matter what reason you are approaching her, she knows you want to have sex with her. Now, what comes in now, how much we respect you after the sex has been had. I mean, some guys just won't respect you at all. That's just a fact. But yeah. if you have determined this was enough for me to have sex with him, then he knows that too. <laughs> and so if, if it was like, if your requirement was, we got to hang out X amount of times and we got to do this. We got to do that. I'm getting to know you. Uh, I'm a, I want you to dig into my mind. I'm digging into your mind. And we do all that after a few times. And then we have sex at like second, third date. It's probably going to respect you a little bit more. But if it was like, mm -hmm. but if it's like went to a party, met up with her, I, I saw her there. She saw me. We talked a little bit, went home, had sex. Yeah, it is. I'm not going to say he doesn't point. respect you, but he's, I'm going to tell you he doesn't respect you as much as the woman who made him work for it. Mm, wow. Okay. That's a good answer. I like that. How can you tell when a guy is simply uninterested? I feel like you kind of touched on that before, but what are other signs we can give the ladies? <laughs> um, I would say it's a lot of the same ways that uh, women will show that they're not interested in a guy. So, for example, that little bit of free time that I have, um, because we're all not we're we're all going to naturally give ourselves some free time because even if we're working on our grind, that gets exhausting. Even though we're trying to work on something we're passionate about, it gets exhausting. So we just want to sit down and do nothing. If I didn't even take the time to text you or, or try to give you a call to just say, I, I still don't have a lot of time to talk to you, but I did want you to know 
or you were on my mind and I hope you had a good day. If you're not even getting that from me and all I tell you all the time is, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm not interested. Damn. Like you said, like you have, like people make time for what they want to make time for. And if you, yeah, they're not making time for you, then that's why, sis. I'm sorry. And it it, it becomes obvious because you're like, oh, whoa, wow, they went out. Or you you looked at their stories and you're like, oh, they went out tonight. Oh, okay. They could have went out with me. Yeah, without me. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yo, my homeboys just came to snatch me up. It's like, y'all talked about this. You know what I'm saying? So if he doesn't even do that where he's put down his hustles and he's clocked out of work and he's made that time to put his to put his energy somewhere else, especially like his non-sexual his non-sexual attention, he's trying to he put that somewhere else and didn't even try to give you that. Sis, he's he don't he you're not damn <laughs> trigger warning for my ladies when, when a man damn. has decided he's willing to give you his non-sexual attention he likes you oh wait i like that that's a good little we got to make that a quote <laughs> to post like i love that i really love that cool okay we're down to the last two questions are you ready i'm ready throw them in do men notice the small details like nails done, your perfume, jewelry, makeup? Definitely if he likes you. Def- definitely if he likes you. Um, it nails nails that might take that might take a second depends on how like if some if if girls you have those girls who like their nails done like in that very loud style like like a Cardi B style or something. Um, that'll, that'll, uh, that'll be obvious. But if you're, if you're a woman who like maybe goes for like naked colors or uh, matte colors on her nails, that might take a little bit, but if he really likes you, he'll notice hair, he'll notice, um, perfume, perfume. Yes. Perfume. Yes. Um, but if he's not feeling you like that and you're just to jump off to him, like, It's, wow. he's like, okay. he's like, okay, cool. I guess like, he's not going to notice your edges were laid. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I'm funny wrong. to me. Cause like, sometimes you, you just look at men and you'd be like, wait, you like her or whatever. It's like, they don't really like her. They're just like, okay, well, you know, they'll just mess with anybody. But I think like you said, yeah, if they really like you, they'll kind of pay attention to those little details. Cause I think a lot mm-hmm. of women like will overthink like, Oh, should I do this? Or should I wear that? Or literally like what perfume should I put on before my date? Like just the littlest things we can overthink about. So yeah, I just wanted to know, like, is that, <laughs> is that all in vain? Like, do y'all even notice? But yeah, we, we do. It's a tug of war with, with men and women. It's a tug of war between Women want to make men earn having sex, you know, especially mm. high value women. High yeah. value men want women to earn his non-sexual attention. It's a, mm. those things meet in the middle. So it's like, I, if once I've given her enough of that, or she's maybe on the track to giving me that, that's how you kind of know, okay, we, we probably like each other here. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. Ooh, I love, I, this is like really good advice. Like even in my head, I'm just thinking, I'm like, damn, that makes a lot of sense. I love it. Wow, this conversation has, has been awesome. I kind of want to end it on just kind of you giving the ladies listening today, like just some overall tips, like what can help us in dating, make it a little easier for us and like kind of just set you up more for success. Like, I feel like I kind of know you're going to say because a lot of your themes have been kind of around being high value and having a lot of confidence, but I definitely want to hear what you think. Uh, I definitely think it is self-improvement, but then it does down, it does come down to, it's, it's kind of hard, especially when you give the advice to women because it can come off sexist or misogynistic when you're just trying to be a little realistic. And it's about like, okay, being honest with yourself, where you're at in your life, the environment that you live in, what you're likely to meet, you know, because I tell men all the time this, don't expect to get an IG model or IG model looking woman when you're out of shape, your finances aren't together, and you don't have any status, because that's going to determine your sexual market value. So if you don't have, if you're not like some ridiculously look good looking dude, like Usher in his prime or something like that, she's not checking for you. If you're maybe average looking, but then you don't have money, don't have status, she's not checking for you either. So for women, it's like, okay, um, am I, do I, am I, am I really attractive based on the options that I've been able to get in life? Um, where, where am I, where do I live? Do I live in a place where like, um, my standards are realistic? You know, I might have a standard and, you know, cause we all, sometimes we all might have preferences, but our preferences might not always want us. And that could be based on <laughs> a lot of different, that could be based on a lot of different, uh, you know, reasons, you know, we might be in a place, we might be in a, like, like you could be a, uh, you could be was was I going with that? It's like, you know, am, do, am I do I consider myself very attractive? But like, am I in a place where those types of men tend to go for women that look like me, or are am I am I in a profession that's going to help me meet the type of men that I can that I want? Do I have access to that? So I think women have to really look inward and you know be honest with themselves about where they're at. Did you waste all? Did you waste your twenties? chasing the wrong type of man now you're like 45 and you just think that like that type of man you were you were uh rejecting in your 20s because you were you were chasing you were chasing you know you were uh telling darren he ain't good enough because you were chasing tyrone you know but now darren has leveled up into a chat you know and <laughs> now you want him but Darren, but but now darren has leveled up he can he has options that are past you at this point. So you mm -hmm. wasted your twenties chasing the wrong dude. So you have, it's a lot of, especially as, as women get older, I just advise them to just do a lot of like um, self-reflection and then look at yourself, look at your environment, look at where you're at in life and ask yourselves, can I realistically get this? You know, mm. and- Yeah, no, I think the, that's valid. The type of man I want like me. Yeah, no, that's definitely valid because you do have to do a lot of like, you know, introspection and be self-aware. Like, you know, just like what you said, I think 
it's good to have high standards, but you still need to have realistic standards. And are you the type of person that you would want to date? Like, I think that's a huge one. Like, would I want to date me? <laughs> you know? And I that's think that I think that's the theme that you were kind of touching on too, is like, you want to be able to um, work on yourself and be the person you want to be so that who you are is who is someone that you want to attract. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think it's harsh at all. Like I definitely think it's valid. And I know I mean, that- I'd be harsh on myself. Like I would love to marry Alicia Keys, but Swiss Beats just bought her <laughs> her own like company or something like that for her birthday. Like, bro, I cannot compete with this. <laughs> right, Facts. So it's, it's, it's about just being realistic in what you can get. It's not that you necessarily can't get what you want from a person. It's like, have you done all the work to set yourself up to be attractive to that person, to be their best possible option? You have to ask yourself, am I their best possible option? Now, they have to determine that, but you got to be realistic with yourself and be ready for the rejection. Yes. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I wasn't expecting you to say that, but I, I, it's good advice. Like, it really is. So I love it. Well, thank you so much, AJ. This was such a good conversation. No, uh, this was really fun. This was dope. Yeah, this is really fun. Can you tell everyone listening? Because I'm sure they're going to want to find you. Like, where can they find you? How can they watch your videos, listen to your podcast? Definitely. So you can find me on Instagram at AJ underscore Renaissance. A lot of people don't know how to spell Renaissance, but Google search it. You know, it's just, it was an entire period. I, I spell it just like that. Uh, YouTube, <laughs> AJ Renaissance. Um, my podcast with my own girl, uh, Mama Beans, is uh, Can't Make This Up. Uh, you can find us on uh, Instagram at Can't Make This Up, and uh, our podcast is on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. We're basically anywhere you can listen to your podcast. That's where we're at. And a lot of the stuff I said here, you can hear it on that podcast from a woman's perspective as well. And she's she's a woman of color, so and I know a lot a lot of women of color out here need that type of perspective. So. Uh, I go over it on my YouTube channel. It's fashion, fitness, dating, lifestyle advice. I'm here for y'all. I'm your lifestyle guru, not your daddy. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. I'll have all of that linked in the show notes, you guys. So just go down there and check them out because you're going to definitely want more from where this came from. So that was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I, I would love to come back if you need me. Oh, yes, definitely. We got to collab again. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.